What's going on, guys? This is Mike coming at you with the second season of the Fly Pod, episode number one. Wow. We are beginning the 2020 softball season on a very strange note that I don't think any of us could have anticipated. Uh, big question is with coronavirus going on around our world and in our country, uh, if softball will start on time or if we will have a regular season. Uh, during the 2020 season. I know we all hope so. I know we're all dying to get out there and play, but uh, coronavirus has really put things in, in perspective and really put our lives on halt right now. I know Jess and I are quarantined up at our house, and I thought that it would be really a great thing to provide the team with uh, a FlyPod episode. Uh, it's actually the one-year anniversary that we started the FlyPod. It was on March 19th of last year, so I uh, try to have that be our opening day for the fly pot each year. Um, I was set to do a season preview to talk about Monday and Thursday nights, our rosters, you know, season preview. Um, however, uh, that seems kind of silly just given the fact that we're not quite sure uh, what's going to be happening with the, the regular season. In today's episode, we're going to be uh, discussing uh, the upcoming regular season, potential scenarios for start dates, and then I have a player interview uh, via phone with Alex and Eric, and they uh, called in. Uh, they're a great part of the Flies Corps, and I was able to talk with them for about 15 minutes on the phone about you know what's going on in their lives as it relates to uh, COVID-19, and also uh, was able to talk about uh, some of the uh, highlights of being a fly. Uh, so that will be uh, rounding out our episode. Uh, but let's start with the regular season uncertainty. Uh, just last Wednesday, uh, you know, I was approaching the season uh, business as usual, rounding out our rosters for Monday and Thursday nights. They were looking pretty solid and excited about the year, had my workouts going right, and uh, everything in life was just carrying on as, as per usual. Uh, but now I feel like we've hit a pause button. I'm, I'm not really concerned about who's playing Monday or Thursday nights or both nights. I'm just hopeful to play. And uh, like I said, this COVID-19 has really put things in perspective, you know, in, in our world, uh, you know, at, at work and uh, with our families, uh, it, it helps us prioritize what's really important. And that's uh, the health of, of our friends and family. So I just want to reach out to everybody on the flies and uh, say that we are a fly family. I don't know how everybody's being impacted by what's going on uh, across our globe and in our country. Uh, I know at work, um, we have a lot of teachers whose spouses, you know, are losing their jobs and uh, it's putting a lot of financial hardship and stress on the families. So I just want to reach out and say to any uh, fly member, if there's any need that you have, uh, you know, just reach out. You know, we're here to support each other. And ultimately, um, besides championships and wins and losses, it's about getting through this uh, healthy, uh, our families healthy uh, so that we could play softball again one day. Kind of some updates from my job. So, you know, my job is interesting because, as you know, the schools have closed for um, a few weeks now. Uh, just learned earlier that CPS closed for um, until April 20th. Uh, the news I'm getting from my superintendent is that it's likely we may be out the entire school year uh, doing remote learning. Uh, and th that just shows that, you know, through May, um, our lives lives here in the United States are, are going to be impacted in some way. Um, so there's rumors of, you know, shelters in place and um, 
all you know changes to our, our daily living more so than we are have already experienced so it's it's really tough to project when we'll begin um i have I have contacted both commissioners of both of the leagues we play in, Morton Grove and Mellis, and they haven't given me any information yet just because I don't think they know the answers either. Uh, they let me know that they would uh, inform me of any decision or postponement uh, or cancellation. Um, but I, I would have to predict that um, spring ball at Mellis, which is in the month of April, my prediction is that, that it will be canceled for sure. Uh, and then thinking about start dates, we usually start you know, the first week of May um, but I think that will get pushed back to at least June or July, given what's going on. And it, it, it honestly breaks my heart to say that, but it's a harsh realization that, um, you know, if we have to limit our gatherings to 10 people um, or less, uh, you know, churches are canceled, schools are canceled, um, that I don't think park districts are going to be able to provide uh, leagues if uh, we uh, have those requirements from our government. Um, but you know, just know, and I know everybody feels the same way that, that we just want to get out there. Uh, of course we just want everything to be back to normal. Um, but, um, I think it, it just will increase our love for softball even more, uh, depending when we get out there. Uh, just know too, uh, with the fly pod and, and with, uh, all communication coming from the infield flies, I'll, I'll be in regular contact with everybody, uh, about when potential start dates are. And uh, yeah, I, I don't even really know when to try to finalize the rosters because I'm just not quite sure uh, when things are going to be starting up. But, you know, stay healthy. Uh, try to get some in-home in workouts uh, in there as best you can uh, so that when the season does start, you know, you're ready to go. I know we'll be dying to get out there. All right, well, let's, for the first time ever, welcome uh, two of my uh, good friends, Alex and Eric Stoyanov, via phone will be joining me uh, remotely as coronavirus has uh, quarantined us all and uh, they will join me for the first ever remote player interview for season two episode one and joining me straight from quarantine in Lincolnwood Illinois I got two of my guys on the phone here calling in uh, to be the special guests on the first episode of the second season of the fly pod I got Alex and Eric Stoyanov what's going on guys how are you doing, man? Glad to be here today. I'm looking forward to uh, talking to you regarding the flight pod, man. I'm excited for it. So, Mike. Yeah, happy to have you guys. Been trying to get you on last season, didn't work out, but now that we're uh, all quarantined, it's going to be uh, uh, we're going to be able to do it via phone. So, if there's audio or quality issues, bear with us. But uh, we're going to be able to have a good conversation. I just want to start out by saying. Uh, or asking you guys, you know, things have picked up with things in our world, with uh, coronavirus kind of changing the way that life is going. How's the past week been for you both? Uh, it's been a uh, difference. Uh, my uh, company decided to work from home, so a very short commute from the, from the bedroom down to the first floor and uh, sit at the computer for 10 hours and it's different, but it's uh, necessary. Yeah, same here for uh, me. Uh, this week I was supposed to have classes uh, Monday through Friday, but they actually canceled it for me. So I have uh, two weeks for spring break. So trying to party it out, relax a little bit, and uh, to get ready for the season. Nice. Yeah, it's it's certainly been different. I feel like things really picked up. I think it was last Thursday because last Wednesday I felt like things were pretty normal. I was still trying to get our roster set for the upcoming season, but then Thursday came around and it, it seems like, you know, the, the start date for our season is uncertain. And I'll ask y'all later what your predictions are for that. But 
Uh, who knows, you know, with Major League Baseball getting pushed back, NBA and NHL suspended indefinitely, um, who knows? I know I, I'm, I'm dying to get out there and play, and I know you guys are too. Uh, but, yeah, life has certainly changed. And, and, Alex, I saw that you were doing some work in your basement. What's going on with that? Yeah, we thought we had a, uh, a broken pipe and uh, ended up not being broken. Uh, but we still uh, cut the whole carbon floors out, dug about three and a half feet down by four feet wide, and found no pipe. Uh, so we had another guy come out, re the line, and it was just a clog heat. Uh, and uh, put it all back, uh, took the cement, and then someone came and did the hardwood floors. And now we uh, rearranged the upstairs in the living room. So now it's a completely different layout of the house. Yeah, and I feel like nowadays, like my list for home improvement, like we went around and kind of uh, went around the house and made a list of what we want to do. And now we'll have a little bit more time because I'm working from home too and uh, just more time to read books and, and get stuff done around the house. But that sounds good. I saw the progress on, on Snapchat. It looked, looked pretty good. Can't wait to see it in person. Uh, but we'll, we'll switch gears now to talking about softball. You know, of course, the upcoming season, we're not sure when that's going to get going. But you guys are, are super important to, you know, the Flies, and you, you've been part of it. You know, you're part of the original four, us three and Gerby. And uh, it's been a, a great ride so far. I'm looking forward to season five uh, coming up. But talk about, for me, what has been uh, the best part about being a Fly. You know, I think back to 2016 when we started. Uh, just what, what are some memories and some, some uh, highlights that have stuck out to you guys over the entire course of our existence? Yeah, I remember, uh, this is Eric speaking, by the way, um, but I remember the first game that we had, we're playing 16 inch softball, and uh, I think we're playing one of the best teams in the league. It was, I think we lost 30 to, uh, I don't know, four, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, playing shortstop, and uh, it was, then the second half of that, the line drive right at my hand, and I caught the ball, but I was like, oh man, it's a big time now. <laughs> but uh, that was pretty cool, and then uh, just transitioning over from, performance. I think that was a huge improvement for us. Definitely. We're all uh, baseball players at heart, so we had a gloves back on. We got, uh, you know, just overall putting the game at a faster rate and uh, just killing the ball, throwing the ball around. And uh, just having us for the court, it was a very, uh, very like going back to like the old times, playing together, having fun, and uh, just building friendships together. So that was great. Yeah, for sure. And that, that opening night was, I think it was 32 to 1 that we lost against that team. And it was. Oh, 32 to 1. Yeah, it was. That was a pretty rough day for me. It, yeah, for all of us. I remember just going home and saying, you know, we got our butts whooped. And, you know, glad we stuck with it because now we're at a point where, you know, we're not coming home uh, with those types of losses. But, Alex, what comes to your mind? Yeah, I'm just uh, definitely glad that we switched from 16 inch. That was a little brutal. We didn't want Gerb doing any more uh, physical therapy for his fingers. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was uh, just getting out there, playing the game, having fun, you know, just uh, nice to spend the, the summer evenings out out of the ballpark. And, uh, you know, family now, now I bring my kids around. It's, uh, as you hear, no one in the background. Uh, but it's, it's good. It's, it's a lot of fun. Definitely. I think what the word you use, family, it really has turned into that. You know, I, I think that um, we, we've gotten closer with everybody over the years and, uh, you know, our, our families show up to support us. I love that you bring your kids. You know, I know Steve brings his uh, daughter as well. And 
uh, it's pretty cool to see uh, things grow in that way. Um, so let, let's talk about your preference. I know we all prefer 12 inch, but what about Mellis compared to Har? It's a pain in the ass to get out to Mellis, <laughs> especially for those 530 games or 630 games. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's two different uh, types of, of play. Uh, there's different strategies and everything, but I, I, I think I'm more uh, favorable to Morton Grove just because that's where we started. And uh, we get to see a lot of the people we also, you know, played against maybe, you know, growing up or whatever. So it's, uh, I think that it's more of our, our, our community. But I, I do like uh, Mellis because I, I know I can actually hit a home run there. <laughs> Same. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Morton <laughs> Grove, I can't get my uh, big butter on the base of that fast, especially with that uh, bone hamstring. But uh, I, I, I think Morton Grove. What about you, E? Yeah, uh, I think for me, um, starting to fall in love with Mellis a little bit, but my heart's delighted at MG. Uh, I like Mellis because it's flat surface, so I'm over there on third base and I'm getting rockets, but it's kind of easy to handle. There's no rocks or anything like that or big pobbles I got to worry about, but uh, and I got to agree with Alex here, my big bro. We got to get morning grove and we got to keep on playing there where our home roots are at. And uh, like Alex said earlier, just seeing our uh, friends and family in the stands a lot and Playing like our friends on the other on the other opposite team, so you can just see them and then try picking up on them a little bit. It's always fun. Yeah, definitely. I I agree. I, I like both parks and. I feel like MG has more of that history, and you're right, Alex. That's where we started, and, and Mellis is, is a different game. And, yeah, it gives me more confidence because I can put the ball out there, and, you know, we uh, everyone on our squad can hit homers, which is pretty awesome. Uh, but, yeah, both ballparks are excellent. The plan is to continue there, uh, both at Morton Grove and Mellis this coming season, uh, you know, pending uh, what's going on. But, yeah, I think that that will be the plan for the, the future, you know, Mondays and MG. Uh, try to win that championship, and then uh, Thursday look to defend it. Um, what about your numbers, Alex? I think that I, I know why. I'm pretty sure I know why you wear 23. But Eric, I'm not sure about the 99. So, oh yeah, for sure. Go ahead. My plan is no matter what, if there's no one on base, I'm still hitting. I'm still hitting home runs. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, there, there, there has to be guys on base, but there's no guys on base. I'm still going for the fancy baby. Hey man, that that's something. Something that we'll continue to, to, to work on with with you because I, I mean grip it and rip it is, is a great approach but we got to save those homers man especially I mean we play and a, as you guys were talking about your reasoning for uh, the different parks like we played epic games at, at both parks right and and the thing about Mellis is those home runs are, are so precious right and Morton Grove you can grip it and rip it for sure because there's no limit but with those limits when you start to play those those excellent teams, you know, the teams that are the cream of the crop, they know how to manage those homers. But, of course, E, there is a time for gripping, gripping it and ripping it, of course. Um, but let, let's talk about your, your numbers, 23 and 99. Talk about why you picked those uh, and, and uh, why, why they're a part of who you are as a fly. Uh, I picked 23 because uh, my birthday is July 23rd, so I've always had uh, 23 as my, uh, my number. And uh, Eric tried copying me, but uh, since I got it instead of him. That's why he picked 99. Yeah, my uh, my number was always 23 as well. But uh, yeah, 
don't know, high school, growing up too, I also wore 23. We were on different teams, so I was uh, possible to do. Uh, he kind of stole it from me. I'm still kind of a little, little jealous about that, but he uh, put, put the number to good use. And uh, just, I guess just 99 happened to fall on me, so that's what I'm rocking right now. Nice. Yeah. And Alex, I figured that was the reason you wore 23. Eric, I didn't know that you had worn it previously and, you know, you're claiming that, that Alex is taking it from you, but uh, it's all good. But you, you guys rock 23 and 99 respectively really well. So, uh, yeah, I just I always ask that question because I'm interested about why people pick their numbers. And speaking of swag, you know, some of you ordered some some new stuff uh, that came in not long ago, actually. Uh, so I have all the, the new clothing order that, that people put in. Actually, when it came in, um, I was a little OCD about it. I wiped down the box with a Clorox wipe and put it in the laundry right away. So, you know, there's no COVID virus on your new clothes, but I'll definitely get those to you soon. Um, talk to me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, talk to me about your preference of playing. What about you? What, why, why, why'd you pick 28? Birthday. It's always been my number. Yeah, bur- yeah, born April 28th, so it's always been my number. I've always, you know, and in my, in my career, I, I've gone back and forth. Um, you know, I usually have 28, but then sometimes I would wear, uh, you know, a certain number based on a player that I like, but then I just decided to make 28 my, my own thing, and um, not that many pros have that number. Um, you know, I, I know Curtis Granderson wore it back in the day, Kyle Hendricks, but I uh, kind of made it my uh, my own thing, so just stuck with it. Um, but talk to me about uh, your preference in playing a day or a night game. What what, what would be your preference there? Yeah, so for me over here, uh, I love I love a good day game. Uh, I don't know. I always look forward to the summertime and getting me some uh, some good vitamin D and uh, having a good little sweat. You know, it keeps the body going. The night game kind of kind of sweat and then it gets cold. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, my body kind of reacts differently, but I love having like. 12, 12 o'clock noon games or 1 o'clock games or the sun high up. Too hot. Nice hot weather. Like upper, up, mid-90s is perfect. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, just enjoying the, enjoying the sun and uh, nice warm weather and having a great ball game. That's what I love. Man. That's what I live for. I, I don't know. I'm, um, I just want to play. It doesn't matter when, when it is. So, it's, so to me, as long as it's not cold, we have to winter hat. Yeah. And speaking of winter hats, I've been trying to get that order uh, solidified all winter, but now, you know, I went back and forth with the company for a long time to try to get the exact beanie that we want. And now with everything going on, uh, companies are backed up like crazy. They're trying to get all their orders out. So, um, stay tuned. We do have a really nice mock-up for uh, a beanie. Um, it, it just so happens that we might get it when, uh, you know, July rolls around, but it's all good. We'll have it for fall ball for sure. Um, so last question for you guys, and you know, this one is impossible to predict. It's been great to talk to you guys and to connect. And, you know, now that I'm quarantined and everybody's quarantined, I know that, um, a lot of what, uh, will be helpful in the future is just connecting with people via phone or via FaceTime just to keep the connectedness going. But my question to you is when do you predict that summer ball will start? Initial dates had us at the end of April, beginning of May. If, if Major League Baseball is getting pushed back, uh, NBA suspended, what's your prediction for our start date? November 1st. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, I'd say probably mid-July. Uh, 
July 23rd in Ottawa. All right. What about you, Eric? That's my day. Uh, July, July 20th, July 23rd. Sorry about that. Same date. Nice. Yeah. And, and I, I tend to agree. I think July seems like it might be the time when, when, uh, you know, hopefully the heat will help, but, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get out there hopefully sooner, maybe June, but, uh, May's looking kind of rough, but I know I speak for, for everybody when I say, I I can't wait to get out there and and to get back playing. I know we're all kind of itching to get out there, uh, but, I want to thank you guys for coming on the FlyPod today for the beginning of season two. First time we've had a call in, which is kind of cool. Uh, but any last words for uh, our flies out there? Yeah, I got something here. Uh, so last week, or a couple of days ago, actually, uh, Alex and I, we were outside in front of the house uh, throwing the ball around. And uh, we still have the glove that has to be broken a little bit more. Uh, so we're working on that, getting everything prepared for the upcoming season. Uh, and it was really good to get some fresh air and throw the ball around. My goal is to, uh, I don't know, just get the arm a little bit stronger and uh, have a good strong throw to third base to um, throw, uh, throw to uh, maybe uh, James over there or Kevin Ballward, you know. I don't want to have him hit, him hit him right in the chest every single time. That's my goal. Nice. What about you, Alex? Any last words? Stay healthy, stay happy, and... Uh, don't forget to have a beer or two and uh, no stress. Well, guys, I just want to thank you for tuning in to season two, episode one of the Fly Pod. You know, we were able to talk about uh, the season uh, and potential start dates and, and when things might get going for us. Let's hope it's sooner rather than later. I uh, had a great player interview with Alex and Eric and uh, look forward to connecting with guys uh, over the next couple weeks. You know, give, give you all a call and see how you're doing and uh, make sure that you're uh, doing well during if you're quarantined or if you're you know at home. And it's great for season two that the Flypod is now available on uh, two platforms, both Anchor and Spotify. So uh, whichever one works best for you. And uh, I hope that the Flypod will be something that you can listen to during uh, these uh, odd days where you're quarantined or shacked up inside your house. Uh, but I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode, and as always, go Flies. Any particular service the band lands on, I care if it's hands-on. What's the beef, the coolie high, cold cheeks, high-post techniques. I drape off poetic landscapes and shapes. Illustrate the paper space off the pens that paint. Then design what happened, National Geographic, the magic with tailor-made status, and plus flavor that's automatic. Uh.